We're good. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Benny in the Booth podcast, episode 31. Today's episode, we've got MLB recap. We've got the wrap-up of the first round and how my predictions went both with who won the series and in how many games. I also have, and then also we have some NBA and also uh, the start of the second round of the NBA playoffs, as well as the uh, NFL draft was over the weekend. Going over the first round picks, some other picks with names, and then my overall thoughts about the draft along with also the trades that happened. So let's get into it. Before I get to the sports uh, stuff, hello, Dale. I'm good. How are you? Welcome. Uh, but before I get into it, there are a few notes that I do want to say uh, before we start. Uh, once again, I have not been able to get a podcast guest for the pod with baseball season. I have not given up on it. I still want to try to do it throughout the season. Uh, so far, no luck, though. Uh, whether it's don't get a response, get a response, but couldn't do it that week. Uh, but so far, I've had no luck uh, with trying to get a guest on for the podcast. Um, other notes, I am hoping to have a logo coming uh, soon, an official logo for the podcast. I'm going to have that being started on at some point and more further upgrades uh, as it goes along with podcasts coming in the very future. Um, and that's pretty much most up-to-date notes as of right now regarding podcast itself. Um, so let's get into it. So the NFL draft was this week and was last weekend in Vegas. I want to start with the draft. And the first round itself, definitely there were picks that went ways people expected, and there were picks that went ways people didn't expect. There were teams that were able to capitalize on this draft, and there were teams that made moves that just made you scratch your head. So in the first round, the Jaguars took Trayvon Walker, defensive end out of Georgia with the first pick. Aiden Hutchinson went second to the Lions, defensive end out of Michigan. Derek Stingley Jr., who's defensive back out of LSU, went to Houston. Sauce Gardner, I think his actual first name is Ahmad or something like that, Ahmad uh, Gardner, cornerback uh, from Cincinnati, went to the Jets. Kayvon Thibodeau, edge from Oregon, uh, went to the Giants. I only had, I mean, I know he was good, but like the one thing I had known about him was like I've heard of him from before was uh, when Oregon faced Ohio State last year, he didn't play because of injuries. Anyways, Icky. Equano, an offensive tackle for North Carolina State, went to the Panthers at six. Evan Neal, offensive a tackle from Alabama, went to the the Giants at seven. Drake London, wide receiver out of USC, went to the to the Falcons at eight. One second. Sorry about that. Uh, Charles Cross, tackle for Mississippi State, went to the Seahawks at nine. The Jets took Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of Ohio State, at ten. Then I have the other wide receiver from Ohio State in this draft. Chris Olave went to the Saints at number 11. The Lions 
picked Jameson Williams, wide receiver out of Alabama, at 12. The Eagles drafted Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia, at 13. The Ravens drafted Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame, with 14th pick. Kenyon Green, offensive uh, offensive lineman out of Texas A&M, got drafted by the Texans at 15. The Commanders, excuse me, took Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State at 16. Zion Johnson, offensive lineman out of Boston College, went to the Chargers at 17. Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas, went to the Titans at 18. Trevor Panning, offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, went to the Saints at 19. Kenny Pickett, quarterback from Pittsburgh, went to the Steelers at 20. Trent McDuffie, quarterback from Washington, went to the Chiefs at 21. Packers took Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia at 22. Kyer Elam, quarterback from Florida, went to Buffalo at 23. Cowboys got Tyler Smith, the tackle from Tulsa at 24. Tyler Lindenbaum went to the Ravens, center out of Iowa at 25. Jermaine Johnson, the second defensive head out of Florida, went to the Jets at 26. Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah, went to the Jaguars at 27. Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle out of Georgia, went to the Packers at 28. Patriots grabbed Cole Strange, guard from Tennessee Chattanooga at 29. The Chiefs got George Karloftis, edge out of Purdue at 30. Daxton Hill, safety out of Michigan, went to the Bengals at 31. And Lewis Kine, sign or Kine, I don't know how it's pronounced, safety out of Georgia, went to the Vikings at 32. Those are the first, that's the entire first round. Uh, highlighting teams, a lot of teams had very good first rounders and the rest were more mixed bags. Giants did a great job with their picks. They did not blow any this year. There was no Kadarius Tony of this year. There was no uh, Daniel Jones of this year. Like, they nailed their picks this year, and they give credit where credit's due. They were able to get great positions and actual needs this year. And I was watching, like, someone's draft stream with a Giants fan, and he was just very happy to see who they got in the end. Um, and then also big surprise, though this comes with the train, I'll just mention this trade right away was the fact that the Titans drafted receiver. Well, it wasn't surprising. It was more of they needed wide receiver help. And instead of improving, they got even worse because they traded A.J. Brown to get that pick in order to draft Trey Allen Burks. Uh, A.J. Brown getting traded to Philadelphia. I think that was pretty much the trade. I just want to confirm. Uh yeah, for oh, and the later on the 101st pick, which eventually got traded to the Jets, but it was just like odd to see that. And then another like key trade to highlight uh, from day one was the Titans trading AJ Brown. When well, no, sorry, the Ravens trading Marquise Brown, the 100th pick in the in the third round, which they ended up taking my Jace Sanders and Edge, uh, Eric. To Arizona for the 23rd overall pick, which got traded to Buffalo. Uh, yeah, and for the third overall, for the 23rd overall pick, which got traded to Buffalo, which they eventually went down to 25, I think, to take Tyler Linder down. Um, but a lot of teams went interesting paths, and 
it was interesting how the first round unfolded. Um, I'll just run through the day one trades. Um, the Commanders traded the their eleventh pick, which which the to the Saints, which the Saints used took Chris Olave with that pick for the sixteenth pick, which the Commanders took John Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. The 98th pick in the third round, which they took Brian Robinson running back from Alabama. And the 120th pick in the fourth round, which they took Brandon Smith linebacker out of Penn State. The Vikings traded their 12th overall pick and their 46th overall pick in the second round to the Lions, which Lions took Jameson Williams. And in the second round, they took Josh Pascal, defensive lineman out of Kentucky, for the 32nd overall pick, which was Lewis Sign, safety out of Georgia. The 34th pick in the second round, which was Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota. Oh, sorry. No, that pick actually, 34th pick got traded. Uh, we'll get to that trade in a moment. And 66th pick in the third round, which they got Brian Asamoa, linebacker out of Oklahoma. Uh, Houston traded their 13th overall pick, which they got from the Browns originally, to Philly, which they took Jordan Davis. For the 15th pick, which the Texans took Kenyon Green, offensive lineman out of Texas A&M. 124th pick, which had traded Cleveland. 162nd pick, which got traded to Denver. And 166th pick, which got traded to Chicago. Patriots traded their 21st overall pick to the... <laughs> Sorry about that. To Kansas City, which they took Trent McDuffie. For the 29th pick, which the, which the Patriots took Cole Strange. 94th pick, which got traded to Carolina, and the 121st pick, which they took Jack Jones, a defensive back. The Ravens traded the 23rd pick to Buffalo, which Buffalo took Kyer Elam, a cornerback, for the 25th overall pick, which was Tyler Lindenbaum, the 130th pick, and the 130th pick, which was Jordan Stout, uh, one of the punters in this draft. The Titans traded their 26th overall pick. To the Jet and their 101st overall pick to the Jets, which they got Jermaine Johnson the second and Jeremy Rucker tight end out of Ohio State for the 35th pick, which the Titans got Roger McCreary, cornerback from a cornerback. The 69th pick, which they got Nicholas Petit Freary off offensive ta tackle, and 163rd pick, which they got Kyle Phillips, a wide receiver. And then the last trade from day one, uh, Buccaneers traded the 27th. Pick to Jacksonville for which Jacksonville took Devin Lloyd for the 33rd pick, which the Buccaneers got Logan Hall, the 106th pick, which they got Kade Odin, a tight end, and 180th pick, which they got Matt Areza, a punter. Uh, those were the notable, those were the notable trades from day one. Most of the other trades from that point on were just pick swaps here and there. Uh, but the one other trade that did involve a player that was on a roster, and this caught me off guard, was the Browns traded Troy Hill back to the Rams, where he came from, for a fifth rounder next year. And this caught me off guard. Now, with the second, with the pick they made, which they ended up even trading from their uh, third round, second round pick, and ended up pulling off to the third round. They ended up picked to like 66. Uh, they got Martin Emerson, a cornerback from, uh, defensive back from uh, Mississippi State. But I was just like sitting there, and I guess it made sense with the pick they made. But I was just like, you're really giving up on Troy Hill. You're really like saying goodbye to Troy Hill after one year. Now, yes, he didn't have the greatest one year with the Browns at all. I won't debate that. But I feel like he's someone that deserved more than one year before you ship him off. But 
I don't know. I'm not Andrew Barry. Maybe you know something I don't know. I mean, it could be that it ends up being the right move for the Browns to ship him off instead of uh, keeping him. We'll see what happens. Hopefully the Browns don't regret it. And even overall with the Browns in this draft, I was really like a mixed bag uh, overall with the Browns in this draft. Uh, they got like good positions and like where they needed it. But also like that Troy Hill trade threw me for a loop and just like was really uh, odd. So I, I guess we'll see what happens. Maybe uh ends up being uh, the right move, and I just don't know it yet. Anyways, other notable picks. I'm not going to go through all the other picks from rounds two through seven. I'm just going to go through some notable ones of, like, names that were, like, common from before, or at least I had known them from before. Um, there also was a pre-draft trade that I don't think I mentioned, which was Dolphins traded Devontae Parker, 158th pick, which got traded to Seattle to New England for the for third round for third for third round pick next year. Uh just want to note that trade because I don't think I noted it um in previous podcasts. Anyways, other notable picks with 41st pick, which was the ninth pick in the second round. Seahawks took Kenneth Walker, the second running back for Michigan State, with 44th pick, which was the 12th pick in the second round. The Texans took John Mechie, the third wide receiver from Alabama, with the 45th pick, which is the 13th pick in the second round. The Ravens took David Ojabo, defensive edge from Michigan, 52nd pick, which was the 20th pick in the second round. The Steelers took George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia, with the 68th pick, fourth pick in the third round. The, the Browns, with their first pick in the draft, took Martin Emerson, cornerback from Mississippi State, with the 74th pick, the 10th pick in the third round. The Falcons Took the first quarterback since Kenny Pickett in the first round, Desmond Ritter, quarterback from Cincinnati, with the 83rd pick of the 19th pick in the third round. The Eagles took Nakobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia, with the 86th pick and the 22nd pick in the third round. The Titans took their future quarterback, Malik Wills, quarterback out of Liberty, with the 94th pick, 30th pick in the third round. The Panthers took Matt Corral, quarterback out of Ole Miss, with the 101st pick in the third, the 37th pick in the third round, the Jets took Jeremy Ruckert, tight end out of. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you for whoever uh, liked the stream. Uh, they took Jeremy Ruckert, tight end out of Ohio State, with the 124th pick, the fourth pick, and the 19th pick in the fourth round. The Browns took Cade York, kicker out of LSU. Uh, he, which I think was a good move for the Browns to get a kicker. Though the Texas kicker didn't get drafted, which was interesting. Uh, yeah, he was undrafted. He's probably been signed. I'm just not sure where. With 144th pick, first pick in the fifth round, the Commanders took Sam Howell, quarterback out of North Carolina, with the 180th pick, the first pick in the sixth round. The Bills took Matt Arezas, punter from San Diego State. And then with the 262nd pick slash Mr. Irrelevant pick, Slash the 41st pick in the seventh round. The giant, the 49ers took Brock Purdy, quarterback out of Iowa State. And those are all the notable picks that were not day one. And that's my recap for the draft. Um, that's the story. Let me know who your favorite team is and let me know what your thoughts about your favorite team's draft. Uh, even if you're the Browns, maybe you have different thoughts than I do uh, and have insight that maybe I'm not thinking of when I think of the picks the Browns made and overall in the draft. 
Um, but yeah, that's my view of the draft. Um, and we'll see what happens from here on out with the offseason. Uh, but it's basically going to be like the most notable thing for a while for NFL. Though they are announcing uh, matchups for international ga- international games tomorrow uh, on Good Morning Football. Uh, but really, there's nothing to be crazy for a bit now after the with the draft being over. So we'll see what happens. Uh, let's go to NBA, where we left off with some of the series ending, but still wrapping up in the first round. So we're going to wrap up the first round. We'll let you know how my predictions went completely from the first round. And we'll get into the results so far from the second round. So wrap up the first round, Miami ended up, uh, winning game five, 97-94, to take the series over Atlanta four games to one. Uh, Memphis grabbed game five and six, winning game five, 111-109, and winning game six, 114-106, to win the series four games to two. Phoenix won th- games five and six over New Orleans, 112-97, and 115-109 to win the series four games to two. The Bucks ended up winning the series against the Bulls four games to one, taking game five, 116-100. The Warriors uh, won the series against Denver four games to one, winning game five, 102-98. Dallas ended up winning the series against Utah, winning game six, 98-96 to win that series to four games to two. And then Philly uh, managed to win game six and avoid the 3-0 comeback, uh, winning the series four games two, winning game six, 132-97. Overall in the first round with picks-wise, uh, with who I thought would win, I actually went 8-0. I got every winner correct. With series length, I got f- went 4-4. Four for four. And overall with just the right picks, uh, I went including the first four, uh, not including the like length of round uh, picks. I went thirteen and one. Uh, second round pick game so far. Bucks took game one over Boston, one hundred one nine eighty nine. Warriors took game one over Memphis, one seventeen one sixteen. The Heat beat the Sixers, one hundred six ninety two to take game one, and the Suns beat Mavericks, one twenty one one fourteen take game one. Milwaukee at Boston is tonight. Golden State at Memphis is also tonight. Milwaukee up a game to none, and Golden State up a game to none. Big notes to have for the second round of the playoffs for NBA is the fact that Joel Embiid is going to be out for the series, which is big news and honestly, uh, or might not be the full series. He actually might be coming back in three or four, apparently, as it turned out. Turns out I heard. Uh, but that definitely makes things interesting for that series. It could be like uh, not good news. It's definitely not good news for Philly and uh, could mean they're closer to elimination. Uh, may Might not be a long series. Uh, Middleton's out for the series as well, but it didn't really matter. He still won game one, so we'll see if it really affects them that much or not throughout the rest of the series. And that's an NBA uh, update till this point. MLB Weekly Recap, which I used to, like, just go through every game. But I think now I'm going to, like, starting next week, go over, like, teams' overall records. 
um, from that time period without like seeing every game because it takes me longer. And if there's like certain notes from certain games, I'll like go through that I can find. I'll go through them. Um, but I'm gonna go through like certain. I'll and I'll go to, like say what the score from that game was. But so I'm gonna start with the notes from the games this week. Next week I'll probably also do with like records each team had from that week, but not like go through necessarily every game and score with winning pitcher, losing pitcher, and save. I only mention those details for like games where I mention like oh, someone did this specific thing in this specific game. I think it's going to be less time-consuming and be easy, be easier on my part and be more, not as much boring on your part for me just listing off scores uh, and stuff, which actually someone gave me the idea to maybe not do as much detail as I did. Uh, Shout-out to my dad for the idea. Um, so, yeah, but... So the game, first game I do want to note was Brewers Pirates from last Tuesday. Uh, Brewers won this game 12 to 8 in Pittsburgh. Brent Sear with a win. Aaron Fletcher with a loss. Josh Hayer with save. Notable note from this game is Willie Thomas in this game had four hits, seven RBI, had two home runs, four hits, two of them being home runs, and seven RBIs uh, in this game, which was, which is a very good stat line. Uh, next notable game I want to talk about is Blue Jays Red Sox. Blue Jays won in ten innings, six to five, and Jordan Romano got the win. Matt Barnes with the loss. Rymel Tapia with a walk off sack fly to win that game. Oh, uh, Twins. Twins, Tigers, uh, which actually I forgot I should put something in the live chat uh, for uh, if you want to see the visual visual of this. I'm going to put in the description later. Uh, this was a crazy walk-off, and you're not going to understand it as much if you don't see a video of it. So I'm going to put a video of it in the description later so you guys can see it with a better explanation. But I will give my best explanation for it. But the Twins won this game 5-4 at home. Griffin Jacks with the win. Gregory Soto with the loss. What basically happened is Tucker Bont is they hit a fly ball into uh, left right field. Grossman couldn't get a grip on the ball. Uh, they tried to throw home. Uh, caught in a pickle because two runner going back to third and runner coming into third. Thank you for whoever just liked the stream. Very much appreciated. And Barnhart, the catcher for the Tigers at that moment, or it might have been Haas now they realize it. No, I think it was Barnhart. Uh, made a bad throw and it caused both runners to score to win the game for the Twins for them to win that game. Um, Nets right now are really like off to a really good start. They've won their first seven series this year. And that's a first in French in their franchise history. Um, I mean, I could like go through all the wins, but it's not worth it, but they've just been like, they've all been off to a great start. And the craziest part is their pitching is what has one of the best team our ERAs in baseball. And this is without their best pitcher. The fact that the Scherzer, Chris Bassett, Carlos Carrasco, David Peterson, and 
<coughs> Tyler McGill are all combining to be part of some of the best ER team ERAs in baseball. And they don't even have DeGrom yet. He's not coming back till late May, early June. That's crazy. Now, could it be they still collapse as usual? It could be, but this is <laughs> sorry about that. This could, this is one of their best starts in franchise history, without a doubt. Um, let's see, where else do I have notes here from a certain game? Uh, ah. The on last Wednesday, the A's beat the Giants in San Francisco one and nothing. Paul Blackburn with the win. Sam Loss with Long with the loss. Danny Jimenez with the save. And the only run was a Chad Pinder leadoff home run in on the sixth pitch of the game uh, to give Oakland that win. Let's see. Next week, I'll have it more organized with, like, notes for the specific way I want to do do these uh, weekly reviews from now on. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the bigger games from this week. The Mets shutting up, not combining no-hitting the Phillies last Friday. 3-0. Tyler McGill with the win. Aaron Nola with the loss. Edwin Diaz with the save. Tyler McGill, Drew Smith, Seth Lugo, and Edwin Diaz all combining for a no-hitter. Their first no hitter this the first no hitter in baseball all this year and the second Mets history first since Johan Santana in 2012 against the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh yeah, and then also that day Brewers. Hammered the Cubs in the opener at home, eleven to one. Uh, Hunter Renfro had a two homer game in this in that game uh, to help the Brewers beat the Cubs eleven to one. Uh, the Pirates beat on last Saturday. Uh, Pirates beat the Padres seven to six in ten innings. Chris Stratton with the win. Luis Garcia with the loss. Brian Reynolds had the walk-off RBI double for the Pirates and Extras. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then Orioles won at home against Boston on the same day, 2-1 in 10 innings. Jorge Lopez with the win. Hirokazu Sawamura with the loss. Nathan Ovaldi for Boston had no hitters through six and two-thirds. Broken on two out double by Cedric Mullins, and the, they actually walked off on a bad throw off a bunt that off a, a bunt that scored Jorge Mateo for the to win the game for uh, Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cubs on Sunday, that last Sunday, two days ago, uh, beat the Brewers at home to win the finale. Brewers won the series, uh, winning their two wins being big, crushing wins. Uh, but the Cubs won the finale 2 nothing. Marcus Stroman got the win with his first good start this year, going 
or especially I got credit with the win. Seven innings, two hits, no runs, one walk, five strikeouts. Corbin Maroon's got the loss. David Robertson with the save. Uh, Jordan Luplo had a two-homer game for Arizona. Uh, they still lost to St. Louis on two days ago in St. Louis, uh, seven to five. Cody Whitley with the win. Keenan Mills in with the loss. Ryan Helsley with the save. Oh yeah, uh, Cleveland and Oakland, by the way, had a crazy series over the weekend. Uh, they Guardians swept, winning the finale seven three. Tristan McKenzie with the win. James Caprillion with the loss. And this is notable because this is the first time Cleveland baseball team, specifically baseball team, including when they were not the Guardians, uh, sweep swept Oakland in Oakland in 22 years. First time in 22 years. Uh, those are all the notable notes from Sunday. Uh, Cardinals beat yesterday. The Cardinals in a makeup game beat the Royals one nothing. They're actually now. In Kansas City, this game was in St. Louis. Stephen Max with the win. Zach Grangy with the loss. Giovanni Gallegos with the save. And the Cardinals' one run was a Cardinal, was Paul Goldschmidt solo home run in the first inning. Oh, yeah. There's also another notable game that I guess I didn't write notes in. No, I think I did. I'm just like, I just realized I didn't mention it. I just got to remember where uh, it was. Uh, here we go. Uh, Angels on Sunday won 6-5 in Chicago. Michael Lorenzo with the win. Dallas Keuchel with the loss. Ryan DePere with the save. A five-run ninth inning by the White Sox uh, between off between Lorenzo and Iglesias. Lorenzo had a two-run home run. And a go-ahead RBI single in this game to help the Yankees win. Uh, Astros won yesterday, 3-0 over the Mariners. Jake Odorizzi with the win. Miguel Gonzalez with the loss. Rafael Montero with the save. Jordan Alvarez solo home run. And Jeremy Pena, two-run homer, was the scoring for the Astros. And that's all the notable notes from this week's for MLB recap this week. Um, just give me one second here. Now for standings update for baseball for this week. AL East, Yankees are in first place, 17-6 on a 10-game winning streak. Toronto, followed by Toronto's 15-9 on one-game losing streak, followed by the 13-10 Rays on one-game win streak, followed by the 9-14 Red Sox on a two-game losing streak, Followed by the in 15 Orioles on a one game losing streak. The AL Central, the Twins are in first place, 14 9 on a three game win streak. Followed by the 10 and 12 Guardians on a three game win streak. Followed by the 9 13 White Sox on a one game win streak. Followed by the 7 14 Tigers on a one game losing streak. Followed by the 7 14 Royals on a four game losing streak. AL West, the Angels are in first place in the 15 9 on a one game win streak. Followed by the 12 and 11 Astros on a one game win streak. Followed by the 12 and 11 Mariners. On a one-game losing streak, followed by the 10 and 13 Athletics on a four-game losing streak, followed by the in 14 Rangers on a two-game win streak. That's the AL standings update. For the NL standings update, the Mets are first place, 16 and 8 on a one-game losing streak, followed by the 12 and 10 Marlins 
on a two-game losing streak, followed by the 11-12 Phillies on a one-game losing streak, followed by the 11-13 Braves on a one-game winning streak, followed by the 8-16 Nationals on a one-game win streak. For the NL Central, the Brewers are 15-8 in first place on a one-game losing streak, followed by the 13-9 Cardinals on a two-game losing streak, followed by the 9-13 Cubs on a one-game win streak, followed by the 9-13 Pirates on a one-game losing streak, followed by the 3-19 Reds on a six-game losing streak. And then for the NLS standings update, Dodgers in first place, 14-7 on a one-game winning streak, followed by the 15-8 Padres on a one-game win streak, followed by the 14-8 Giants on a one-game win streak, followed by the 13-9 Rockies on a three-game win streak, followed by the 11-13 Diamondbacks on an eighth one-game winning streak. And that is the standings update. And then for today's schedule in baseball, the Mets and uh, Braves have a doubleheader, the first game actually going on right now. Uh, first game stars is Charlie Morton versus David Peterson. The second game is Kyle Wright versus Carlos Carrasco. The Padres go to Cleveland. <coughs> go to Cleveland and face the Guardians today, 6, 10 p.m. Mike Clevenger having his first start in, a, I think, since 2020. Uh, for the Padres, Guardians starting Zach Plezak. The Diamondbacks go to Miami to face Marlins, 6.40 p.m. today. Humberto Castellano starting for Arizona. Trevor Rogers starting for Miami. Texas at Philly today at 6.45 p.m. Texas starter has not was not announced. Ranger Suarez starting for Philly or has was not announced so far. Let me check if that's changed. <coughs> it's John Gray for Texas. Sorry about that. Uh, anyways, Minnesota going at Baltimore at 7.05 p.m. Joe Ryan for Minnesota. Bruce Zimmerman for the Baltimore. Yankees at Blue Jays at 7.07 p.m. Davidson Tyone for the Yankees. Alec Manoa for the Blue Jays. Excuse me. Angels at Red Sox at 7.10 p.m. Noah Syndergaard going for the Angels. Michael Walker going for the Red Sox. Ty... Pirates at Tigers at 7.10 p.m. Bryce Wilson going for the t- Pirates. Michael Pineda going for the Tigers. White Sox at Cubs at 7.40 p.m. First of first of two series for the Crosstown Cup this year. Uh, Michael Quebec going for the White Sox. Drew Smiley going for the Cubs. Reds at Brewers at 7.40 p.m. Tyler Maley going for the Reds. Brandon Woodruff going for the Brewers. Mariners at Astros at 8.10 p.m. Chris Flexen going for Seattle. Christian Javier going for Houston. Roy, Cardinals at Royals at 8, 10 p.m. Dakota Hudson going for, excuse me, for St. Louis. St. Louis. Brad Keller going for Kansas City. Washington at Colorado at 8, 40 p.m. Eric Fetty going for Washington. Herman Marquez going for Colorado. Tampa Bay at Oakland at 9, 40 p.m. Uh, Tampa Bay's starter right now is not announced. Paul Blackburn going for Oakland and San Francisco at LA at 10 p.m. 10 10 p.m. Carlos Rodon going for the Giants. Julio Urias going for the Dodgers. And that is this week's MLB recap. And that is this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming back for this week's episode of the podcast. If you are new, subscribe to the channel down below and leave a notification bell on so you're notified when I go live or post a video. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next week. Probably won't have a guest for a few weeks, but I will keep let you know when I when the next time I will have a guest. See you next week, though. Bye.
Hey, uh, guys. Uh, so part of it got cut off while I was streaming on YouTube. So I'm just going to add the one notable thing that got cut off uh, while I was recording. Um, I will have the clip of the walk-off from Twins uh, Tigers in the description for of this episode of the podcast. Uh, but anyways, just to go over the notable that got cut off. Uh, only one notable. Uh, well, I mean, kind of two, but really just one. Uh, Angels-White Sox game from Sunday. Angels won this game 6-5. Michael Lorenzen with the win. Dallas Keuchel with the loss. Ryan Tavera with the save. Uh, crazy part about this game was Michael Lorenzen had a shot going into the ninth. White Sox broke it, putting up five-run ninth off Lorenzen and Iglesias to get within a run and make it 6-5. But Tavera came in and got the save to win the game for the Angels 6-5. And the other part, other one that got partially cut off, uh, Yankees and Blue Jays started a series yesterday. Yankees won the opener 3-2. Clay Holmes with the win. Amy Garcia with the loss. Chad Green with the save. Gleyber Torres had a 2-1 home run. And a go-ahead RBI single to help the Yankees win that game. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you are new here, follow the podcast. Rate the podcast. Share it with people. Let, give, let, uh, leave a notification bell on where that's possible so you're notified when I post an episode and I will see you next week. Bye.